The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. It's so nice and quiet in here. I almost don't want to disturb it. So I said at the beginning of the morning um, that you might reflect on the Dhamma of Mr. Rogers and uh, so I want to do that a little bit because I saw this wonderful documentary on that that man and uh, it's just filled me with a sense of such happiness and the simplicity of of you know being real being honest with ourselves so i i I like his invitation it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be mine won't you be my neighbor think about that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood won't you be my neighbor what does that mean what does it feel like? Okay. So it made me reflect on uh, what, what did it, what must it that felt like to children? What, what does that feel like to me? Won't you be my neighbor? What if someone said that to me? Won't you be my neighbor? What would I feel? Okay. That invitation to um, the heart is so beautiful, so moving. So I, I noticed when I was um, watching the movie, different qualities would be awakened uh, in me. And I, <coughs> I've sort of come to a a list of what Mr. Rogers' Dhamma is all about. And it's not so different from the Dhamma that I've been practicing for all these years. It's about kindness, and it's about um, taking the time to slow down and be with yourself. Taking the time to slow down and be with other people in a real way, in a really authentic way where a sense of connection and inner dependence is both recognized and appreciated. So this quality is something that I associate with um, love. Mr. Rogers was all about love. The Dhamma is in large part about love. It's also about choice. It's about recognizing what's going on and not denying what's going on, but seeing clearly so that you can make wise choices. See, there was a part in the 
movie last night about the assassination of uh, uh, Robert Kennedy and uh, the catastrophe that happened when the I'm not I can't remember what the name was it it was a it was a space shuttle that went up and the the teacher was on it and it blew up when it went up and the the, the shock and this the, the horror of watching that happen and the impact that it had on children <clears throat> not just on children on everyone you see it wasn't about the denying these things. It was about naming them and then meeting them with kindness, with a quality of compassion, with a quality of understanding. So, <clears throat> so Mr. Rogers' dharma also has a lot to do with uh, the clarity of what we're meeting in our experience, whether this is deep in meditation or in our day-to-day life. It's a, a quality of bringing mindfulness to bear on our experience in ways that we don't necessarily um, think about uh, as being obvious. So we, we see that certain things are occurring, that the child witnessed the, the, the shuttle blowing up, but <clears throat> was not aware of where that fear was taking them. We just get lost. We get triggered by life. Things come into our experience and we lose our balance with ourselves. We react and we have this powerful habit of reacting that seems so familiar, we don't even realize we've lost contact with ourselves. You see? So when we begin, to, we begin to see how easy it is to, um, to lose ourselves, to lose connection with ourselves, to fall out of love with ourselves, to lose connection with other people, to feel sort of numbed to our experience. It's a way of falling out of love with ourselves. And we, <coughs> we don't have to go along with it. This was one of the things that Mr. Rogers pointed out over and over again. You don't have to do this. You can change. You can decide what kind of experience you want to have in your life. You can be friendly. You can be generous. You can be present. He says, relax. 
relax, see what's going on. Welcome our differences. Welcome the diversity of life and recognize the connection and interdependence that we have. Just like me and just like you, everyone in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood wants to be happy, wants not to suffer, wants to love, wants to be loved, wants to live with purpose, wants to know what it's like to be cared for. If we could treat ourselves like children, really be tender with ourselves, it would really be a nice neighborhood. The world would really be different. In the turmoil of the world that we're living in today, that all of the fragmentation and all of this separation and ugliness that seems to be part of our world scene today, you know, <clears throat> it's all true, but love is true too, and kindness and generosity is true, and it all begins with us. It all begins in our neighborhood with the invitation, won't you be my neighbor? Really, I would be so happy to have all of you be my neighbor. And when I say that, I want you to feel what that feels like. Oh, that's genuine wish. I want want you and you and you to be my neighbor. That quality of kindness is known immediately. It's known directly. And that quality is a choice. You can make make these choices. You don't have to go along with the way things always are or always were. So Mr. Rogers was a pretty wise man. Just like me, just like you, he knew what it was to want to be happy. And he recognized that in children. He recognized that children needed to know that what they were experiencing was real for them and that they would be protected, that they were cared for, that they were loved. He was an odd guy. He was really an odd guy. But he was such a sweet man. He was, 
so tender, authentically tender. He was who he was, but he was really special. And the impact of his good intentions was profound. It, it just rippled out to, you know, generations, really. Well, at least a couple of generations. See? And so the, the idea, won't you be my neighbor, it's like dropping a pebble into a, into a pond and the ripples just go out into wider and wider circles, touching more and more people. So, so it's just something to think about. Just as you think about it, your heart begins to open in a way. My heart begins to open. I won't speak for other people, but my heart begins to open in a way that allows a magnificence to be known. It's like, oh, this being human is really pretty spectacular. You see, oh, to be able to touch these qualities of kindness and generosity, caring and love, to, to, to feel those qualities, you can delight in that. And that delight is something that ripples out and can be shared. It's a support to other people. It's a support to ourselves. We begin to notice when we're in balance with ourselves, this is what it feels like. And when we get drawn out or we fall off of our perch, so to speak, that also has a certain feel to it. You see? So Mr. Rogers' dhamma is to recognize, oh, you begin to recognize those things. This is how mindfulness serves us. We begin to recognize these things, and then we know what it's like to come back into balance. So in the way that he expressed these deep, profound teachings was through the simple act of love, expressing love, not being afraid of love, not being afraid. So so it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Won't you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Thank you for your morning of practice.